0: I would say think about what you want it to be like and then think about what you can do at this moment. Because a lot of times people before they get started they want to have like all the cameras and everything and like look like a professional TV show, sometimes you just can't. You just got to work with what you got. And if I did with my phone I was like, okay, I know what I can do with what I got and all I got to do is just put it out there and make it look like it's something. So And then, it's not to say that you're going to stay at this current level of whatever you can do but you can work towards your goal and be like
1: okay cool um,
0: i'd like to welcome everyone to another episode of the let's get Out podcast i'm your host zeke and in this episode i'm a friend zachary We to the podcast to interview me i'd like to give a content warning for any strong language used in this episode and hope you have a nice day. And enjoy the show. And we're recording. Okay. So uh, I'll do the intro later so you can just start. And then I'll okay. let them know that you're asking the questions.
1: Okay. Sounds good. Um, well, all right. Hello, everyone. I'm going to introduce myself real brief to the to the podcast of uh, Let's Gather podcast. My name is Zachary Babacher. Uh, this is my second time being featured on the Let's Gather podcast. However, we are doing a little bit of something a little bit different. Um, I realized that Zeke has been an amazing podcast to myself as well as everyone else. I'm sure all the listeners would agree. However, sometimes a podcaster needs to be interviewed as well so we can get an ability to understand his story and his origin, etc. cetera. Um, so without further ado, I'm just going to ask Zeke, what is your origin story?
0: Uh, the origin story, I usually say like somebody who is adaptable because a lot of my own um, skills that I learned in life, I kind of had to learn on my own because I have like, a single mother and a grandmother who they try to like, more protect me. And then like a lot of stuff I had to be like, okay, how, how do I figure this out on my own? And then there's more of like, okay, I'm not going to predict these situations, but like whatever happens, I know that I can figure it out in a second. Okay, cool. This is the best course of action I can do.
1: Got it. One thing that I noticed in this story as you were talking about different family members. How would you say? Your family um, aligns with that origin story or aligns with you as an individual?
0: Uh, I'd say, uh, in terms of that, my mother, brother, and I are pretty much like the same person with different like attributes. Because I will always say I'm the calm one who's like good at technology. Then I have my brother who's like more of the emotional, who does like the writing. Then my mother, she's more like the, um, seems to me like stoic. But she has kind of a culture that parts of my brother and I, but sometimes she's so sometimes she's like, the more emotional one. So we kind of, like, pulled out different traits from her. And then, yeah, that's kind of like how my family in and my grandmother was very similar. But then she was, like, more distant, just more of, like, again, like, another backup of my mother. A little bit more strict, but, like, some there for me.
1: Got it. And how would you say uh, those different personalities align with you? Like dig in a little bit deeper of when you say stoic um, for your mom and emotional um, in that regard and you being tech, like what does that actually mean if, if we can get more context?
0: i uh, say with like me, a lot of times people will say I don't show any emotions or like, like a lot of times that happens because I had to read the room first. Like I had to feel comfortable and see like, okay, how can I, how much? cannot do in this situation like what's like the most appropriate like it's not like trying to hide myself but like sometimes situations call for different things and then in terms of, like more emotion my brother he like helps people like more emotional he's like there, like okay I can be simple I can empathize with you sympathize with you while me I'm more solution based I'm like okay what's the what's the problem and how do we solve it what's the quickest way we can solve it and then that's like the tech I'm just like just became more of a tech world I had to learn how to use a computer on my own and then so we figured out, okay, this is how, this is all the things a computer can do. And then it became more of this problem solving after that.
1: Got it. Okay. And how would you say your? I guess now segueing more so into the tech briefly, how would you say these different qualities, personality traits that you've identified as translated into your kind of tech realm?
0: I'd say it's more of like, the other day I told my mom, I was like, all I'm doing for other people is just solving problems. I'm not really, because like, I don't remember everything our computer can do or like Photoshop can do, but if you give it to me, I can either Google it or just mess around with it to figure out, okay, this is what I gotta do. This is what it can do, and then I just take a note. It's more of just like all the skills are like, okay. The story system, it helps me like not get overwhelmed in a situation. Like sometimes with like, you have a problem or you have a lot of homework, I would just so i overwhelmed at that moment, take a, like an hour or two away from it and then come back and I'm like, okay, cool. Here's my game plan.
1: Do you ever find that like being in execution mode sometimes gets in the way of you being able to express your emotions?
0: Mm, I say that would be more of like when I have to empathize with somebody then it could get in the way of just like I'm trying to solve the problem but they kind of need somebody just to be there with them Mm -hmm. so like a lot of times okay so so like this is an issue so how are we gonna like i said before what's the best scenario and then you have to be like okay now take a step back okay they all need a solution right now i just need uh, somebody to listen
1: so given that how have you um how have you managed to, to be more supportive in, like, those type of situations? Because if you're saying that you're more stoic and this requires you to be more, so I guess, emotionally aware, how do you channel that emotional awareness?
0: Uh, me and you kind of, like, learn people. Just, like, okay, learn, like, what, what are, like, the triggers or, like, things or, like, what are their, like, I guess, like, traits again, like, who are they? And then, like, okay, cool. Around these situations, got to be more quiet and just, like, listen, just, like, okay, talk to them. Like I've been a lot of time learn like before the podcast, I was just talking to people, just like learning learning who they were and learning, listening to their stories. And a couple of weeks ago, like not a couple of weeks, like a couple of months ago, I was at my friend's house, and I met these, I met you know, like a friend and um, their sister. we were talking about like their mother, like their childhood. And I was more of, like a therapist at that point, just like listening to them, and like pretty much just like letting them be a, being, like an outlet for them to, to assess what happened to them.
1: How did that feel doing that um because for for, and and correct me if i'm wrong but i'm thinking like a person who likes to just execute and get things done they're not really so much interested in like the nitty-gritty just want bigger picture what do we need to do let me just come in and execute so now you being in the role where if you use the word therapist how do you then turn on that switch like walk me through that experience how was it for you like i want to understand like the thought process of zeke briefly as you're going through something like this
0: Pretty much more of just like I was meeting a new person, and then we were talking about our childhood and our past, and then it was like more in the flow. I was like, oh, okay, so this is what's going on, and we're just telling stories and they're telling their stories. I'm just like, you know what? You just don't reflect on your life, but you know what? Things weren't that bad. And then, and then, like, towards the middle, I'm like, oh, I'm just being like a therapist right now. I'm just like, can I have like, you know, I have like that awareness, like, this is what's happening. Okay, and then we just like, you no, know, I usually it like as talk, like, I joke around to like ease tensions and everything and make things smoother. So it's more of just like in the moment being aware of what's going on and then acting on that.
1: What I hear when I, when I hear what you're saying, it seems like you're basically engaging in active listening. So you weren't looking for solutions to a problem you even looking for the problems in general, you were just being present. So I think that brings us to an interesting topic of just, being there within the moment, how do you find yourself? And this is a little bit different from the other questions. How do you find yourself being able to live in the moment and actively take in and capture everything that's around you? I feel like, especially living in New York, it's very difficult because everything's like fast pace, fast pace, fast pace. W- when do you take that time? And you're like, let me just take a moment and just breathe and take all this in. Like, walk me through what that looks like.
0: Oh, uh, that... Sometimes, a lot, I'll be honest, a lot of times I don't do that. I'm just like, where I got to go next to and it's like, when I'm walking, I'm just like, I say subconsciously walking, I'm just walking. I'm not even paying attention. I'm just like, I'm listening to people's figures to so just move out the way so I don't walk into anybody. But with the being active, it's like, sometimes they either like a situation that recalls me to so think, I'm like, okay, cool. What is the solution that I can use right now to like, okay, keep going? And then sometimes it's just like, you're just having fun in the moment. It's like, this is, you just have to, I said, a random thought come in my head. This is fun. I like this. I want to stay here for a long time. So it's more of just like, it's like sometimes like a random thought would come to me like, okay, this is what's going on. It's just like, okay, cool. And a lot of times I'm not, in the moment I'm just acting, just like a grown-up instinct, like improv.
1: Got it. So you're never in a position in which, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, because I'm just trying to see that I understand. So you're never in a position in which you've consciously made an effort to take everything. Rather, there's just moments and times during that moment where you're like, oh, this looks interesting. This looks kind of cool. Let me just kind of absorb and take this. Yeah. Okay. What would you say holds you back from doing that, taking everything in, like making an active effort, or have you just never thought to do so?
0: I think it's more of just like, when you're in the, like, simply said in New York, everything's fast paced, and then like, your life, a lot of times you just it's like more things that keep piling on to you. I think about like, school. A lot of times I don't, I want to have more fun, but a lot of times you kind of have to focus on what's going on, what's immediate, like you have a test or something. But we have a lot of things going on, so you can't really take a second to like breathe. You kind of have to like, okay, cool. Um, what, what, how? It goes back to like, how much salt, how much um, fix of things that are coming up and then you'd be like okay now then you would do you because there's like the person who didn't spend a lot of time having fun but like working towards their goal so a lot of times you get lost in the journey looking for the goal got it
1: and to you what would you say matters more the journey or the goal
0: uh I learned recently like more it's the journey
1: Got it. And what was what was that moment that led you to learn journey versus goal?
0: I don't think about it because in college, like I had a lot of fun, but like I definitely did a lot of work also. So like maybe I had more fun. Not Another thing that like, they had during my time, but like this probably because it's been more um, less work and more fun, like more active.
1: When you say more active, in what sense? Because I always saw you involved in club life and doing this and that. Everyone kind of like just knew Zeke, 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 Zeke. I would say, hey, Zeke. And Zeke is saying hi to everyone. So I saw you to be involved. So like, I guess for the viewers and the people that, that that know you, what do you mean in that regard by like more involved and more fun? Do you mean as in socializing, as in going to parties and events and that type of stuff? Or do you mean as in putting work and school aside for moments and just tuning in with people? What do you mean by that specifically?
0: I'm saying more of like this going off like. Outside of school, more of, like, parties and, like, hanging out and, not like, maybe school-based, not, like, anything connected to the school, just doing things that were fun.
1: Got it. And why does that matter to you?
0: Because, like, for me, like, I know that we only have one life, so I kind of want to make sure I do, like, all I can in it and not have any regrets. Or be like, maybe I should do something different and just like okay, I did the best I could at that moment.
1: I like that. And then this philosophy that you live by, do you think this taps into why you created the podcast?
0: I would say, yeah, a little bit. Is, is more. Of, is, that was more of like going back to like the um, solving the problems. Like, I feel like I, was just, like I came home from an interview and I was, like, I was like, I'm not feeling myself. And then I would watch that podcast. I was like, I can do this. And I have friends who are all pretty much doing amazing things in their own right that can be showcased. And since I know a lot of people, I could continue this. And then it was more of just reading that, just executing on that idea.
1: So I understand the start. Walk me through the execution. Like someone wants to come in and kind of create a podcast. What would be the step-by-step approach you'd give in your experience?
0: I would say, think about what you want it to be like, and then think about what you can do at this moment. Because a lot of times, people, before they get started, want to have all the like, cameras and everything. And like really like professional TV show, sometimes you just can't. You just gotta work with what you got. And if I did with my phone, I was like, okay, I know what I can do with what I got. And all I gotta do is just put it out there and make it look like it's something. So and then it's not to say that you're gonna stay at your current level of whatever you can do, but you can work towards your goal and be like, Okay, cool. Um, as I keep growing, I'm gonna keep investing more into this and then Invest in more equipment, better equipment, and then I probably get that studio space and then you could get that show. So it's more of like, okay, look at where you want to go and keep it as a goal, keep it as your engine. And then what you're doing right now, what you can do right now is what you can do, what you can do to get started. Just get started is the first step.
1: Got it. And how do you. How do you stay persistent, right? Because I, I don't know about you, but I find that a lot of content creators sometimes get discouraged by the views or the downloads or kind of just the lack of interaction with some of the anticipated viewers. How do you stay motivated to kind of keep on doing this?
0: Uh, that is why put in the breaks of like the seasons because I knew that I would burn myself out and then being like motivated is more about, I know that things are 10 years, like it's like at least the 10 years to get something started and like even with the podcast i, I was like i'm mad at myself i didn't start in high school but i was thinking in high school i didn't know as many people as i do now and then it's been like it would be like a, uh the trade-off would have been having the more guests versus the longevity and i picked the, the, the more guests would be easier to have the easier to work with within the longevity of starting in high school
1: that makes sense. And what were some of the challenges that kind of came across just in general with the podcast in terms of challenges you're facing now, challenges that you started to face when you started?
0: That was more of um, just not like, I was, at the beginning, I was like kind of scared, just like put myself out there. We'll put my friends out there. What people think. How will people approach my friends? Will they be okay? Will they be able to handle like pressure? Because, like, me, we used to see me in school, I'm used to having everybody know who I am, people come up to me. But a lot of my friends aren't, so I didn't want to put them in like, positions where that they could be either harmed or be, like, things could happen to them.
1: Harmed in what sense? As in them saying something that they shouldn't have said and it's recorded? Or what do you mean?
0: More of a, like somebody outside, just like how people interact with celebrities and they sometimes they go too far, and they want mm-hmm. to have that with my friends.
1: Got it. So then how did you prevent that? Or what were some mechanisms that you kept in mind to, to limit that?
0: But that is more of like I kind of realized like I if somebody wants to, hopefully like hopefully they home. like we all adults and we all made a decision and then um I'm not gonna like force anybody and like if you want to that's on you and then let them know like this is what's going on and then most people know like it's on video so it's video gonna be on the internet most of us know how the internet works so it's more just like coming to terms like we're all adults that we can make our decisions.
1: Got it. So basically you put it on the person you're interviewing rather than picking that up as your own personal liability. That makes sense. Okay. So now kind of digging into the podcast a little bit, because I feel like a lot of people want to hear a lot about the different things that's going on here. Um, first question that I'd like to ask is where you are right now with respect to your podcast and your journey. When you started, did you see yourself being where you are now? And if the answer is no. Where did you see yourself, and if the answer is yes, to what extent?
0: In terms of where I saw myself, I, didn't really, I don't think I even thought about that. I was thinking about let's just get started and just keep going, and just, I was about like the stuff I picked, like those hosts that I picked, and like how I um, bought space for like the videos and everything. It was more of like let's see what the first year is like, and then after the first year, go to the next year and just take it step by step. And where I'm at right now is more of um. I meet a lot more podcasters, a lot more people are like starting to hit me up. And I'm just like, okay. At first, I was like, one second, I felt like, oh my well, we like a lot of things was going on. And then I had to take, a, take that second, like, okay, cool. This is going on and just see every opportunity for what, what it is. And just like, you never know, because like on the internet, you never know who's lying, who's telling the truth. So we also don't want to be like missing an opportunity you could have had. So just take it, just take it and make sure you don't get too much information. So again, you're still meeting people. And then I also want to expand, but I also want to uh, reschedule, like, restructure because I want to, I don't want to re- keep reaching my limit, but, like, keep working on something that's more manageable.
1: Got it. And when you say expand, what do you mean by expand? <laughs> like, how? Uh,
0: like, right now, I'm starting with the merch, and then I started, like, a PDF for, like, how to make a podcast because a lot of people asked me, and I was like, it shouldn't to make a document so people can just go to it themselves. And then, then that would be easier to, like, manage. And then also seeing how would this look in the future. Because I realized this podcast is, like, a never-ending marathon of just episodes after episodes after episodes. like, there's no break. It just kind of keeps going.
1: And so, is that something that you like? Just the idea that, in this case, in theory, it has endless problems for you to solve.
0: Uh, I would say like sometimes like sometimes I want to quit, but then it's like, uh, when I come to that idea, I'm just like no, because it could go it could go further. Like I see it being something bigger. Something's there because there's people interested in it, and it was like there's something here. Something's working.
1: When you say that you see something bigger, what is that bigger? Because I know you said when you started, you weren't looking ahead, but now that you've had some time, now that you've gotten feedback from your viewers and stuff like that, I do feel as though you probably have somewhat of a better idea, at least a frame of reference to an extent. So what would you say is that bigger for you?
0: I think it's more of like becoming more of a brand and then like um, more well-known like there's like it has the ability to be worldwide. Like this. It has the ability to grow on its own and I don't have to like, be there with it. You live, the need to kind of live on its own.
1: Would you say um, to an extent you're hoping that this becomes something of like a legacy of some sort for you? That you yeah. leave the world? Got it. And how important would you say is it to leave a legacy in general for you?
0: Uh, I think that's very important because it's kind of something I kind of want to be remembered. You don't want to, like, die, like, control. You don't want to die in history. You don't want your name to live on. And then you just kind of, you really want to make it, everyone wants to make an impact. Everyone wants to have, like, I did something.
1: What's that something that you want to do? What's that impact that you want to deliver to the world?
0: I think it's more to be, make things enjoyable. That's why I kind of made the podcast the way this was more just talking and that like, either what's going on in the world or like anything. be it's more of just like, how are you doing? How's life going? How's, how's your work going? Just like more people that have fun, more people that enjoy something or to, to take, a break from the, take a break from real life and have a breather.
1: So in that respect, that's what you want to be remembered for by you being that person that kind of people are able to reach out to to be able to kind of step aside from the world. Yeah. Got it. Now, do you have a person that does that for you?
0: Just outside the world. I think I have different people who, who come in like different like, at different moments that I could just speak to, like, hey, how's life going? And we could just talk. Because we, we haven't seen stuff in years, but we can always just talk for a couple of hours. All uh, right, cool, you go back to your world, go back to my world.
1: So I've been talking to people about this question regarding moments, right? And the power of of a moment and the fact that no matter what, you can't relive it. Um do you find yourself oftentimes being interested in I guess trying to recreate a moment that's, that's already in the past which you kind of can't and like how do you, how do you go about I guess solving it if that makes sense?
0: I don't think I do try to re- I like try to make moments. I think I try <laughs> to like keep those memories of like a good memory, just kind of keep it there and always how your brain does replay, just keep replaying it and then because I don't think I think I'm always looking for new new challenges or new experiences. That's kind of how I kept ended up joining different things in college. I was like, I want to explore the entire thing. I could have stayed in like one club, but then I was like, I kind of want to see what this school has to offer for me. So it's more of just like, I will have the opposite plan. I want to see more, experience more.
1: Got it. So does that mean that when you're in a moment, you're fully present then? To ensure that you don't have anything that I guess you missed to a certain degree or
0: uh sometimes and then sometimes i'm just going with the flow and it's going off instinct i'm just like i'm having fun in that moment i'm not even thinking i'm just going off of what's going on. I'm just going off the vibe
1: so it's funny it's interesting because when you speak it seems as though even though you do have structure to the way you think and process information you're also a free spirit are there ever points in times where those two things kind of disalign where you kind of have like a cognitive dissonance of some sort
0: i'd say yeah when like my free spirit and my structure I say, yeah, and then sometimes I say they take turns, like okay. I'll start something, I have no, no plan, and then my structure will come in, I'm like, okay, cool, this is how we're going to at least get get something done. And then I do enough where it can run, and then my piece of goes on and then be like, okay, so this is how I can operate if anything happens, Just anything comes to my mind, just like, okay, cool. So they, they're like, sometimes they clash, but a lot of times they take turns.
1: Got it. That's fun. Okay. Is there one side that you'd say you pick more over the other or one side that you find you align more with the other? Would you say it's kind of in, in, in a pick turns relationship meaning like it's more like a tug and pull. So it kind of comes out when it needs to.
0: I would say free spirit. Cause I just call it always how I've been. That's why I kind of like art. You didn't really have to be exact. You kind of just be like, okay, cool. I think make something. If I make a mistake, just add you a ticket to the art. Nobody's going to know
1: got it so with that being said uh is there any type of art that you're good at do you draw poetry sing rap any of that stuff
0: i used to draw and do like visual art but then i didn't go to art high school because like the day before the um would you call it the showcase like the or not the orientation like the exam the art mm-hmm. exam, pretty much i decided not to go i just had that idea in my head that's like i don't want to go anymore right so I kind of like go have a token forward with it because I go back. That's kind of why I did graphic design, mm-hmm. like a recreation of it.
1: Got it. Okay. And is that graphic, graphic design, is that something that you still do to this day? Or is that something that you kind of just did then and kind of put, to, put it to the side?
0: I still go on and off. Sometimes I like it and sometimes it's like I've been thinking too much. You need to step away from it.
1: Got it. So what are you doing now? Like post-graduation life, like what is, what is walk us through kind of like a day in the life of, of Zeke?
0: If I have work then I wake up, I go tutor, then I take my break. I either cook or get something to eat. And then sometimes I either interview for a podcast if I had to, or interview for a job. And then I go back to tutoring and then either I'm editing or just kind of on, on my Switch playing Mario Kart. To try not to do anything. So right now it's more of this trying to get where I want to be in life. It's more of a postgraduate is like I'm not where I want to be, but I know I can get there. I just have to find that path.
1: Got it. And where is that where you want to be? Or have you not figured it out yet?
0: I don't think I have a hundred percent sure, but like so like the next step is to have like a job and then having a job as like the first bank into like making the podcast and more of a brand and making it bigger have like to say, have you nine to five pay for your six to nine.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So I'm in more of that mindset.
1: Got it. So the job would just be more so, um, a means to an end, basically helping yeah. you really take this to the next level rather than something that you're passionate about. So effectively, if it just gives you a little bit of money to just be able to do what you have to do, then you're fine. Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. Have you been looking, applying, interviewing any luck in that space?
0: I've been applying, had some interviews, some like got close and then it was like, okay, cool. Cause like in the beginning of the pandemic, I had like an interview, with message somebody from like NBC about the podcast, like podcasting. I was like, okay, hey, cool. That gave me like a boost. Like people are looking, there's watching, there's something. Like great thing to go with, but like there's, there's that spark, like somebody saw it and reached out to me. I'm like, okay, cool. That's why I also keep it also keeps me going like, hey, something's here. And then,
1: yeah. What would you say you're looking for? Because I think, you know, with the view- viewers hearing that you're looking for a job and, you know, we are in COVID, so it is pretty tough in that regard. What are some ways in which we can help you or connection that we can bring to you to help you kind of get that job? Like, what type of job are you looking for? That type of thing.
0: It's of jobs, looking to like media and then like um, helping with you because I had experience on both. And my resume is weird. My experience is weird because my major is marketing. A lot of my experiences are in um, like youth work. So I did a lot of like stuff like that on in seat on the like, campus. So I kind of can like switch to both roles. So it's like more of like seeing which one life will work out for me. Because like, sometimes I don't have an answer out of time, just let life pick it up and then see what goes from there.
1: What are you passionate about when it comes to media or helping the youth? Like, why does it matter to you?
0: I think with the youth part, I've always been like the person who wants to help out and then like children love me for no real reason and I can can connect with them. And then a lot of times people put me in those positions because they see something in me, like I'm doing well in school and then they're like, okay, cool. Since you're doing well, teach other people how to do well. And I'm just like, how do you do that? And then with like media, I've always been like, more connected to like the art part of me just like I always want to all um, learn how to do that like I'm always designing I'm always pretty much promoting things so working in that space is also good
1: got it oftentimes when people talk about success they say success is your ability to recreate it rather than the potential that you kind of have in that regard do you feel as though you've hit a point where you feel like you're able to recreate yourself in that regard or do you okay. feel like you're still searching to kind of get to that point
0: I would say bits and pieces, because like when I started the podcast, a lot more pe- a lot of people came to me to how to start a podcast. And a lot of other people started their own podcast, and they all know like, okay, this is like there was a spark. I was that thing like, okay, people seeing like, oh, this is possible. I can do it. And I was like, cool. I was like, I told my mom, once I do this, this is gonna happen. People are gonna come to me. People are gonna start their own podcast. I was, I kind of predicted the whole map. I was like, this is so yeah, like parts of it and then a lot of times people look at me and like look at my grades and like, they look at it inspired by it. I'm like, okay, cool, this is, again, this is possible.
1: So with that being said, um, how does that feel? Like, it's one thing to say, you know, people are gonna be reaching out to me and, and so on and so forth, however, when it actually happens, like, is it a surreal feeling? Like, describe that.
0: I laugh and just take a second compose myself to laugh like i was right and then compose myself and then go and help them however else like however, however i can so just take that take that moment to enjoy it mm-hmm. and then set yourself and then go back into helping
1: i like that how do you then treat yourself like for the bigger goals like maybe you might like when you hit your first thousand downloads like things like that because those are big deals right at the end of the day you weren't too sure we'd go there but it did so how do you go about making sure that yourself feels worth it? Like how do you treat yourself?
0: I think when I like buy, sometimes I buy things. Uh, or like, how I treat myself. I'm not sure I, if I do, but like sometimes I buy things. Or like I don't, like spending my money. But like sometimes it kind of just like, hey, my mother was, like you work for your money, so you can you spend it on what you on yourself. And I'm just like, right. And then in terms of like when I reach goals, I'm just like I'm happy. I guess it's like the more, just like having that feeling of happiness is what I want. It's just like, okay, I did this. And then time to celebrate and then keep going with what's next. like doesn't stop.
1: So it seems like there's always this kind of rush that I'm hearing from you of what's next, what's next, what's next. Um, do you ever feel like you'll ever hit a point in life whereby you just get comfortable or do you think it's always going to be what's next for Zeke? Cause I remember when we were speaking um, first time you had interviewed me, you were saying that like your, your mom says often that you, you know, you rush a lot and you're there and you know, so on and so forth. Like, where are you now in that regard?
0: I think I'm still rushing. Cause I just want to get to that point. And I think I can, but I'm always going to look for that next thing to learn or just to challenge myself. Mm-hmm. It's like, I like this, like amount of money I can make. I just don't want to, like, I don't have to work financially. But I'm always gonna be like, okay, now that I did this, I want to challenge myself more. What's next? I think it's like I'm always a person who will, I love learning. I'm always I'm very curious, so I'm always like, okay, what can I? What skills can I add to myself? Just because sometimes.
1: Got it. Have you Have you ever uh, taken a Gallup Strength Finder test to kind of see where your yeah. five are? What would you share your What, what were your uh, five uh, five top strengths?
0: It was included, Um. Arranger, responsibility, learner, includer, arranger, responsibility, learner, and um, let me go on the line. <laughs> yeah. Uh, got a look. But yeah, we talked about it last time. But yeah, those are like includer was number one, arranger. Mm-hmm. Includer Arranger, responsibility
1: learner. There's
0: another one I thought
1: there. Achiever. Yeah. There we go. Okay. So it seems like you and I have two in common: achiever and learner, because I had a uh, focus restorative and competitive. Um with respect to a ranger and includer, it makes sense for the podcast. So I guess I want to kind of dive into some of like the other aspects of things. So more so, like the responsibility. How would you say you kind of showcase responsibility in your life?
0: I always take responsibility for what I'm like, my actions or like how I represent. I'm always like, um, like, since a lot of times responsibility is put on me by like others or like how people or believing in me, people put a lot of energy into me. Because I applied to one job, I was talking about, like, how like what things you kind of do, um, want to do. Like, we're, like, we're being proud of, I said, graduating college because my mom got pregnant when she was 19. And then she didn't go to college until I was in high school. So I didn't want to, like, waste all that time, the effort that she put into me. So, like, stuff like that. It's kind of just, like, I know what people, the effort people put into me, and want to make sure it's worth it.
1: Do you feel like now, in hindsight, having gotten your degree, do you feel like it was worth it?
0: Uh, sometimes I say, yeah, it's just like, oh, I will like beating the odds. And then sometimes it's like, sometimes it's like I'm working to get to, like, I went to school to get to the money. So if I kind of get to the money faster, I would be like, hey, because our business is earlier. But being like that inspiration for other people is also good.
1: Absolutely. I think you're an inspiration for many, including myself. I mean, just getting up and just going to have to do this. Um, I don't necessarily know how big your support group was when you were doing it, but just to see you and see where you are right now, is just truly impressive. And I'm excited to kind of just see what kind of comes in next. Um, have you ever thought about maybe creating like a little consulting business for your podcast? Because it seems like given you have experience with that, you can't advise other people. Um, you can't even help people from structuring their podcast from scratch. Have you ever given thought to something like that as a yeah. revenue? Okay. Yeah.
0: I just have to, Um, again, just more... back to like merch, to structuring everything and then um see how it's done on other places and then recreate it in my way
1: okay and to the extent that you ever really want to explore that path feel free to reach out um Um, i do a little bit of startup consulting on the side so like things like these that just kind of especially when it's like a CEO just trying to do something creative. I just like to kind of get my hands in it just because it's kind of fun. Not to change anything, rather more so just enhance and kind of get them to where they want to go. So to that effect that you want to discuss structure, more than happy to kind of help you in that regard.
0: And then um, going back to like the always rushing, my mom said I could be a stay-at-home dad like if my wife is making more money than me, so I'm always going to be working. Like i right. find something. Like we could be making money somehow with the kids. Like, hey, Ryan plays with toys and he's making $24 we can make more.
1: Yeah. When you say that with the kids and stuff, how many kids do you think you'd want for your family?
0: I don't know. I don't think I ever had a number. It's just more was like, if it happens, I'm always going to make sure they have all the skills that they need. That's why told my mom sends them to public school so they can learn how to like deal with real life situations.
1: Got it. Do you have a lucky lady in your life uh, to help make that dream come true yet?
0: Uh, not yet. Right now, I'm more focused on just getting myself stable and just more situated. To okay. Where I wanna be. We'll about. About
1: absolutely, absolutely. Well, thank you, Zeke, for allowing me to to do this. I just wanted to um to really kind of give you that opportunity to kind of have our viewers just get a little bit more insight um to you. So I guess to close it off, what would you say is advice or words of wisdom in terms of just in life in general, it doesn't have to be anything tied to less God, but just to whoever it is that's listening, what would be some words of advice that you'd give that you haven't given to anyone before?
0: I always say to um, pick up battles, I learned that in college when I was in the world fighting classes, I kind of was like, is this class really that important for me to really care that much? No? Okay, then I could take this L for right now to go to my next, go to my next goal. And then I hope you're in life because sometimes a lot of things don't need your effort. It's just coming at you, but like the best solution is just to, oh, let it happen or just ignore it. So take it back. as well, I would say.
1: That's awesome. I find that very inspirational. I'll definitely make sure to kind of take that into account. Thank you very, very, very much, Zeke. And no uh, I do look forward to helping out with your podcast once you do, I mean, well, not the podcast itself, but that too, but more to so like the structuring aspect of things. Yeah. Um and just also catching up with you like more frequently. I really do think like you're a cool dude. Um to the extent that the viewers don't know Zeke, I think it just makes sense to reach out to him. He's always kind spirited, always has a smile going on, always introducing himself to everyone, giving away merch and advice and just constantly just being a good vibe. Um so to that end, I just want to say thank you. Thank you also for allowing me to do this. Um, because I know it's kind of different from how you typically structure things, but I appreciate you being flexible and kind of giving me that ability to help you kind of share whatever it is that you wanted to share in that regard. So thanks again.
0: Yeah, no problem. Thank you for this one to interview me. This was like, where did it come from?
1: (laughs) (laughs) My pleasure. My pleasure. I was thinking of actually starting a podcast of my own at some point and looking at what you've been doing, I think has been kind of inspiration to do so I haven't figured out the title and all that stuff, but I think over time we'll kind of find itself, but thank you.
0: I'll send you the PDF. Oh, perfect.
1: Yeah, even better. I appreciate that. That might actually help me to kind of get it started.
0: Yeah. Perfect. Thanks. No problem. I'm always trying to help out.
1: Absolutely. Thanks again. I really, really appreciate it. No problem. All
0: right. And that's a start. That brings another episode of the Let's Get That Podcast So Close. Again, I'd like to thank Zachary for returning to the podcast. For next week, I have an entrepreneur named Rocky to speak about his story. I saw his business. Hope to continue a nice day, and I hope to see you there.